Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks higher, the dollar remains lower with Treasuries as investors saw little in the Federal Reserve's meeting minutes to alter views about the timing for higher interest rates. Crude oil slipping down 17 cents a barrel to 51.30, a drop there of three tenths of one percent. The tenure is up for 30 seconds at yield 2.26 percent. Gold lower little change down two dollars the ounce to 12.53, down two tenths of one percent. S&P up three now at 24.02. That is a gain of two-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 13, also a gain of two-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 61, a gain of three-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you very much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, this is Bloomberg. No drama. That's what we got from the Fed minutes. Today, but uh, with maybe a deeper look, David Levy joins us right now, chairman of Jerome Levy Forecasting Center. And I wonder, uh, David, when you looked at the notes uh, out just this half hour, um, what do you see? Uh, well, I don't think there's anything that's real big news here. Uh, the Fed has um, affirmed that they are not only uh, continuing to, to raise uh, rates gradually, but also that they are looking to begin a uh, thinning out of their uh, large stock of, of uh, bonds. And uh, I don't, you know, I think it, 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 it's information that gives as a little bit of clarity, but it's, I don't think it's a surprise in any way. Um, in fact, what's more interesting, I think, right now than the uh, Fed balance sheets, probably the private sector balance sheets, but that's another story. Um, well, what specifically? Well, I think, you know, the, the, the it, it, and this is particularly important to investors, as we look at uh, the, the market, we have a, a, a background with uh, Operating rates return being very low and uh, yields on, on uh, investment-grade bonds being very low. And basically, inv- uh, investment targets for pension funds, endowment funds, and so forth are, are still uh, close to where they've been historically. So it, it makes investors much more dependent on capital gains than they have been in other cycles. Thus, when we look at the, the uh, movement of the, uh, uh, of the market in uh, stocks, uh, for example, in the U.S., we see – that while it may slow down a bit, there, there's a constant need for people to get in and get a piece of this. Uh, you know, it, it, basically the math is very simple. When the total value of assets in the economy grow faster than GDP, you're getting less GDP per asset, dollar of asset, and you're getting less profits per dollar of asset. And that, that's where this, you know, the tension is this situation. I think the Fed is trying to uh, very gently kind of work back to, towards some kind of normalcy, but I don't think in a real normalcy in terms of, you know, 50, 50 60, 70, 80s kinds of economy is, is really in the, in the cards for us. Well, I think that's the point, right, is that, uh, is, is that they're, they're kind of so deep into this, it's kind of hard to imagine how they get out. Well, I th- first of all, I don't think it's, it's terribly important how fast they get out. They could sit on these, this large bond portfolio for a very long time. But the, the, the problem, is, or maybe, maybe I'm, uh, Corey, I'm, I'm not sure if I interpret what you said properly, but perhaps from the point of view of that they're in a situation where everyone's used to these low uh, rates in, in terms of borrowing, but very unhappy with them if they're investors, that we have a, um, a, a rather lopsided situation. It's hard to make changes in monetary policy without the, the effects on, on uh, asset markets and, and uh, debt stability being uh, more affected than in, in past history. 
David, let me ask you about the Fed. We understand their dual mandate of watching um, the labor the labor market, unemployment specifically, and inflation. But we know that they've often had a wandering eye when it comes to the financial markets and other situations that are going on. And I wonder how much they are also kind of watching it. I'm looking through the notes right now, but how much they're also watching these developments out of Washington and how that may impact future policy this year. Well, I'm sure that, and I, I imagine what what it seems like they're doing, which is probably the safest and smartest thing to do, is react to changes in in policy, whether it's a fiscal policy or uh, bank regulation or anything else, when it happens, um, rather than to go ahead. And obviously, we've seen expectations uh, since before election day bounced all over the place, up and back and down, and uh, it, it, you know, so far nothing too big has happened. Uh, we're not sure where that's going. I think the Fed is going to uh, be, you know, certainly take that into account, particularly if they see uh, if they see sizable tax cuts pass for next year, which I don't think will happen until late in the year. If it, uh, um, then at that point they will be saying, all right, we got to take this into account. We maybe need to tighten a little bit more than we thought. Really, that that'll be the inflation trigger. Well, I think the I don't think it's so much an inflation trigger, but they'll be looking at an economy that's running with a you know, close to full employment and will probably be closer to anybody's definition as we get to later in the year. And the idea of, of accelerating that economy uh, and what it means for wage inflation, I think they'll, they'll anticipate that it will be inflation. I don't think they'll see the in- – well, actually, that's the other thing. We think that, that we're probably going to see some signs of rising wages or accelerating wages this year, gently, but enough to, to be the beginning of a trend, and that will uh, tend to make the Fed more hawkish uh, during the year. How does this economy feel right now, David? Uh, it depends who you are, I guess. Uh, I, I think from the point of view of just, uh, you know, most consumers and most uh, businesses, uh, you know, as long as you're not in, in, in brick-and-mortar retailing or uh, obviously if you're, you're in, in um, certain phases of the tech world, you're doing extremely well. But for most people, I think it seems like an economy that's doing pretty well, pretty stable, but a lot of people, I think, are feeling Un, uh, unhappy with what their purchasing power is. That's interesting. Uh, do you think, you know, what's that born out of? Is that born out of sort of rising costs of health care? Is that, you know, are this, these, these sort of weak U.S. consumer numbers are, are inexplicable if you look at the jobs numbers? Yeah, well, I think there are two things. One is, just as you said, that, you know, we, certain things are, are, are taking um, a bigger part of, of, of consumption uh, in health care. Um, but I, I think also that there's, uh, you know, we have to look at the, the skewing of the distribution of income. Uh, there, there has been, particularly look at, at whatever the median uh, household income is you know, and look at the record over the last, you know, several years, let alone going back farther. You know, it's, there's a lot of disappointment there. Uh, and, and obviously there's some people doing extremely well, but that's, yeah. um, you know, it, it's a little bit more lopsided than, than it was certainly 25 years ago. All right, David Levy, thank you so much. Nice to check in with you. David Levy, chairman at the Jerome Levy Forecasting Center, on the phone in Mount Kisco, New York. Corey, I'm just reading through those Fed minutes. It says the staff continue to project that real GDP would expand at a modestly faster pace than potential output in 2017 through 2019, supported in part by the staff's maintained assumption that fiscal policy would become more expansionary in the coming year. So we'll have to wait and see if that happens. Bloomberg Markets, Carol Master, Corey Johnson, we are Bloomberg Radio.